How long have you been in the Navy? Oh, me and Blake made life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Hey everybody, welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. Today we've got a very, very special guest to help us with our topic of chasing the anchor, Senior Chief Griffiths. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Now, so before we get started, I just want to put out the disclaimer once again, like I do all of the time, uh, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of our own and not the United States Navy or our respective commands. So as always, you can take it or leave it. <laughs> all right, good. So now, Senior Chief, you have sat the board. When when, or when was the most recent time that you actually uh, sat the board? I just sat the FY21 board like, last year. So very recent. Yeah, very recent. So we've talked about it before, but these are grueling, grueling times, uh, uh, grueling days. What are, can you give us, like, in a brief summary, what one day looks like? Oh, um, so every like you're basically in front of a, a screen all day long. Like you've got your two screens to look at to review records, make notes, you know, go through, and basically it's it's the whole record that you have to like go through to look for the quals, whatever has been designated by the ECP or what the subject matter expert for that rate has stated as important. <clears throat> and then, you know, once you get through all those, you'll go do a crunch in a tank, which is just like five or six more screens that you're staring at just a lot bigger. So by the time you get home at night, you really don't want to look at a screen of anything. <laughs> How many hours is it per day? <clears throat> um, we're allowed to be in there 12 hours a day due to that's due to all of the people supporting. So we get in there early and we leave 12 hours later. Oh, wow. Okay. So now that we know uh, that, second. oh, go that's ahead. probably six days a week, isn't it? Yes. Well, the recent oh. one, like they did it in phases. Right. So we were there like, I think we did Tuesday through Saturday and then we had Sunday off and then Monday through Friday. Okay. Because okay. you've been normal, but you did it. It's a little done, different, done a little different last time. Yeah. This one was a lot different than the previous ones because we had to break it up for COVID mitigation. So. Right. Okay. Well, I just really wanted you to paint the picture of what we're looking at. So as we're preparing for the, for the board, um, you know, we're, we're recognizing that the type of time you're putting in as a board member as sitting the board. So um, can you elaborate a little bit about what, what a good package looks like? Um, well, I'll say, um, you know, like if you're submitting a package, this is what you're asking. Yeah. Like so I know, I know a lot of people talk about, oh, it's just a bunch of old crusty master chiefs and they're tired of looking at the screen and you don't want to, um, you know, just throw extra stuff. So I guess when you're looking at what a successful package or what a, uh, you know, a solid package 
looks at. What or, does that entail? Or as a as a grader, right? Senior, right. as a grader, what is like that? I wish everybody's package looked like this. This mm-hmm. easy to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. So that, like, you know, you're you're not only qualified, fully qualified as a first class. Like you've taken that step to replace your chief and right. What, what, you know, basically what they're looking for. If you're at a in a position like on a ship that you can get qualified up to, you know, chief or divo, um, you haven't taken that step to it. Um, you know, it might not be looked at favorably, but we go into these, looking at these packages and, you know, we look for calls, we look for what the CO is saying yeah. in your email. Um, and basically getting that overall picture and we're, an advocate for every record. Yeah. Like we don't go in there to tank anything. We are there to try to try to sell this record with all the positives that we see. Right. We, if you know, if you have a, a field code 38, we have to, um, we have to say it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if you, and whatever's in your letter of the board, we also have to say, so, um, right. I think, could you explain I'm sorry. Could you explain what a field code 38 is in case? People uh, field code 38 is like any NJPs or uh, legal issues, sometimes medical right. issues. And, and those just have to get stated that there was one like medical we don't go into. Okay. Um, and legal, really, it's just like if this person went to NJP when they were in E2, did they okay. bounce back and whatever? Or did they do it recently and they're, you know, Right. They're here after they went to an AJP. Well, I like what you said because there's something really important that stuck out to me, and he tells me this all of the time, is that you're an advocate for the record. So you're always erring on the side of the sailor, essentially. Yes. Yeah, we don't. So um, a lot of people think y'all just toss them, toss them, toss them, you know. <laughs> No, and it's, you know, it's, it's consuming, like, you know, we have to go through like, you know, a thousand records in the two weeks and we have to go through every single one of them and we have to brief every single one of them too. So. So basically you guys are looking for a reason to make a person achieve, not looking for a reason not to make him achieve. Correct. So, and we'll stress like, you know, even and I think it, it comes down to good eval writing too. Like if that person has made a good impact, but it's their first eval on board, like having that impact statement is huge. You know, yeah. um, caught in traffic is also a big one. Yeah. And it's not it's not like we're just gonna pick every EP sailor. You know, they all have mm-hmm. to show show that they're always doing well and trending in a good direction. Um, I think, you know, what we look for is really you giving us the information because like we can't assume anything. So if there's a typo in your eval, you know, like submitting a correction to get that done. Because if we're looking at something, it's like, we're, it's supposed to be last year, but it's two years old and we're required to have it every year. We can't assume that that's incorrect. Right, right. So there's a question I have, and we didn't talk about it beforehand. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. But are there any myth myths that we hear? Like a lot of people say, don't um, don't send in 
two times, uh, you know, double copies of things that are already in your record. For example, I've got a NAM. Don't send in the NAM write-up on my letter to the board. Um, are, are there any myths that or that people say all the time that you've heard? Um, so, yeah, I've heard about don't send it like the awards, but the write-up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the write-up, the citation actually had more impact than just you getting like a com or a NAM or whatever, you know, like what you got it for. Um, this explains a lot to us. Um, I think the, the biggest myth is the five year, uh, yeah, five year window. Really. That's just kind of, a we can, we go back through your whole record, basically like the five years is just, I don't know what, what they really say. Like if you have gotten trouble in the past five years and you've explained what happened, or showed what happened and then explained or showed how you have like rebounded from it speaks volumes to, to that greater. Um, If you haven't done anything or like if you took, uh, say you got like a, a transfer one of one P or MP, like that's a huge flag. That's a question that we all have. And if you, if there's no way to explain what happened, then, you know, I got a scenario. I I know what you're saying. I got a scenario for you. Uh, So, so for everybody who's listening, say three years ago, Sander fails a PFA. Okay. A a year later, he's back in standards and he's a CFL now. He went to CFL school. He corrected that deficiency and now he's the command CFL. Does that speak volumes? That speaks volumes. Or a DUI. Now, you know, he corrected his stuff. Now he's the command DAPA. I mean, yep. I ain't saying they're going to make cheap, but it does show that you're correct enough. At least, yeah, yes. at least you're doing something. You're giving it hell. Right. Yeah, I mean, like you you accepted the fact you took the responsibility and now you're going forward and helping others to not run down that road. Cool. All right. So on um, second question, part two, uh, what are some tips and tricks of the trade that we can do to um, get the grader's attention for let's say I put in my, my smart transcript or something like that. What, what are some tips and tricks that we can use to make things easier for you all that, that are grading? Um, the smart transcripts, I really, I liked like updating your training record, I think was like one of the biggest things. Cause usually it only updates when you reenlist. Mm-hmm. It's the only time that your training will, will do that. And you can actually, go into NSIPs and like update it. Um, I'm still waiting for the directions on that. I got, I got shown that actually when I was sitting at the board, how to, how to do that. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, wow. Cause yeah. I, I had no idea. I was missing a bunch of stuff too. And I was like, cool. That's awesome. Like, good to know. I can go tell people that. Yeah. But, we need, we need um, that insight <laughs> on next, on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, like updating your training um, for like the more technical rates, like things that are pertinent to your rate that you can also use for school, I think was great. Like certs are big for ITs and ETs in our community. Um, Also get those same certs just for the work that they do. So those were really big. Um, Yeah. 
I mean, college is a perk. You know, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, but you're training others on something. I think capturing that was really big too. Like nobody has to have a college degree. I'm like, nobody's taken away from that. But the people that were providing training were Mm -hmm. great. So what about the JPME, PPME? Is that looked at in lieu of, or? We do look at that too, just to show that, you know, you're doing more as a professional. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people even, I saw a bunch had like the senior list of JPME part one, Mm -hmm. which was big too. So. Hmm. Good to know. So I bet I want to hear about what we hear about sustained superior performance. How how Hmm. huge is that? It was huge. So like breaking out and there's, there's a couple parts to it. Right. So like, if you're always in big places, like just trending, like most people start off, if you're say you're a first class at a mess of 300, you're going to start off in a P probably like it just happens. Mm-hmm. but showing that you're consistently moving MP EP or just jumping straight to EP and going down, you know, right. some people just have a way of jumping from like a welcome aboard P to an EP right away. And it's yeah. like magical to me. Like, I don't know how to do that, but, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but they can do it. And, it, and their write-up says a lot too. Um, I think the, like the the special screening groups got a little more leniency because you have some that are you know like there's 13 first classes yeah yeah something like that and you know you screen for a specialized thing and we're not gonna hurt it's not gonna hurt that you know you were a p or an mp right. two years in a row with a tight group like that that's already specialized so yeah hmm I like that. Really what your eval is written about is probably the most important thing too. So So tell us, so the last thing we wanted to touch on was uh, what should be in your package or, or I guess more letter of the letter to the board, what should be in that letter to the board and, and what order should we put it in? Because we've got enclosures and stuff, the enclosures on your letter to the board. Is there an order? Is there precedence? What are we um, well, like Heath was saying, um, evals are big one. If it's not in there, like submit it to the board. You can put a little memo, like my admin or my chain of command or command is whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like get it in there. Um, if you have a designation letter, like say, like I was saying, if you're on a ship and you mm-hmm. get CFL qualified or EL qualified, yeah. you know, as a first class, that's huge. Like you're, you're trying to take your chief's job, which is great. Um, and it also speaks because you're getting out of your workspace and helping the whole ship. Mm-hmm. Just like the designation letters for other uh, like big collateral duties that are helping the command. Right. Yeah. I know they talk about not doing collaterals and blah, blah, but the Navy has so many programs that we need people to step up and do these. Right. There's a difference between being having being good at a collateral duty and being a collateral duty hog. Just take yes. them off and not doing nothing with them. Mm. Yeah. And you can tell, I think most of the ones that um that I've seen in my experience has been the ones that do it well are the ones that like have something in the game. Yeah. And they're the ones that care about that program. So yeah. 
they're not the ones just doing it to have a piece of paper. Right. Right. Um, and then the awards, whatever you're missing awards wise, um, was a huge help because some people's records are just, you know, uh, the Navy's gotten a lot better, but like before the ship's admin, our, our, the Radom, our admin or whatever, right. didn't talk to the Navy's programs until you left the ship. So true. No, that was a pain in the butt. Right. Yeah. yeah. So trying to keep in your own records to make sure it's up to date is probably is the best thing. The best letter to the board really is if your record is perfect and yeah. Yeah. you're just submitting like <laughs> something you got after your eval, like here, this is, that's it. Yeah. So you hear that first classes, get after it right now <laughs> so that yeah. you don't have to submit anything yet. Don't wait for crunch time to do it. Yeah. Like we all do. <laughs> I'll just yeah. be honest. We all wait. We all procrastinate and then we're all pulling our hair out at the end. I can't submit it. The <laughs> system's down. <laughs> I know. Everybody waits till they get that deadline. It, it is. But okay. So, I mean, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, what would be uh, like a final word or, or of, of advice that you would give or leave with? Leave us with. Um. Really just, you know, your evals, make sure that, um, and we've, we've had trouble in the past with COs writing, like NSW was really bad for a while about just writing specifically, like everybody's a, a SEAL or a SWIC. Mm -hmm. And everybody else's community doesn't speak that language on an eval. Right. So making sure that your leadership is getting how it's supposed to be written to your board. Mm -hmm. or your mm -hmm. panel into your eval is, is probably the best thing like the information warfare guys like we love words and numbers in there like we don't like white space so hmm. that's um, good to know for impact, those recruiting recruiting duty as well mm -hmm. yeah we and we you know we have plenty of cts that are doing recruiting duty now so like even getting that jargon and crossing it over into like this is what they're talking about in a recruiting language is was big too um i think the biggest asset we had at the last board was just the various experiences from you know fleet uh huge nsa sites nsw like submarines pieces of float guys r&d commands like we had a, just a, a wide variety of of board members so we could explain pretty much anything that we saw in an eval <laughs> unless we were all, if we were all confused, it was a really bad written eval. <laughs> <laughs> so make it plain as possible. Right. <laughs> I mean, the best advice I heard was like, explain it like you're talking to somebody that doesn't know your job. Yeah. That's great insight. And we just appreciate you coming Definitely. on and sharing this insight with us. And especially those that watch this video or listen to it audio wise, um, things, things change yearly. Yeah. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're hearing the latest and greatest right out of the horse's mouth, yeah, you know, definitely. then, then definitely. pass down, pass down from those that sat boards five years ago or whatever. So we really do appreciate you coming on with us. Oh, no, I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. I'll say that uh, there's another um, 
in that same group where I caught up with you guys, an OS senior chief, Asha Jenkins, uh, wrote out a really good um, like topic about what to expect from the board too. If you guys want to make sure to check I that out. I saw that. I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, she, oh. she had a lot of good things. We had a lot of good discussion in the comments too. Yeah, Even so from that. like the one MEF CMC piped in too, so. Check out the group, ask the chief if yes, you haven't. A lot of good information being put out there um, by retired chiefs uh, all, all yeah. across the board. Yeah. There's retired active. fleets on there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, you know, we're going to go ahead and close out this segment and then we'll bring it, we'll be back, you know, as soon as we get more information. But if you have any questions, you can email us at e14podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the social media platforms in the group. Ask the Chief, we're there. And again, Senior Griffith, thanks so much thanks, for coming Andy. on appreciate with it, us. Bro. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate your time. All right. And as always, fair winds. And following seas. <laughs>